0: Oh, all right, I see it now. I'm starting to uh, it to come together. He's wearing boots like Lu- Louisiana yeah, little is, Louisiana uh, boots. boots. Oh, all right. Oh, and the okay, I get it. Minnesota's the chef hat. I get it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. All right. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to episode 176 of PHP Ugly. Your premiere podcast for pauses? Well, nothing, nothing, you know. Pauses, basically, mumbling, <laughs> poor microphone management, just general know, amateur hour here. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, <laughs> and with me is Thomas Raylan. Hello, hello. And Janet
1: Kyndon. You can't steal my opening
0: totally stole weird. What in the world is going on? And I thought you were restarting this whole intro the way it was started out. Oh my goodness. That was terrible. I need to put more thought into my intros, man. You used I'm to bad, used to I'm put a lot lazy. of thought into it. And, not, I, I was accused of putting too much thought into it. Now I put no thought into it. You see where that's gotten us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right back to a square one. That,
0: Ramsey, you don't need to go to bed. You're, you're a developer, for God's sake. Let me give him a hard time.
1: Night, God's sake. night owls. Are what you should be. Or you just move over to the west coast, and you don't have anything to worry about. It's only nine o'clock here. Bed,
0: <laughs> bedtime. Silly man. All right, let's. Uh, Let's do some recasts, some retweeting here. Are you well, doing this live while we're doing on the show?
1: show.
0: <laughs> That's the only way to do it now. Restream Restream handles everything for me, man. I know.
1: I, 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 I know, but, but we could have delayed the start of the show until we'd all that was done.
0: It's done. It's all done. Okay. It's that simple. Nice. How's everybody doing? How's everybody's week? How's, uh... I just actually went to a. I went to another one of these tech talks. I don't know why I go to these things. <laughs>
2: it's a freaking endorsement. <laughs> they're they're, they're always, it's because it's just the it's, same.
1: It's all a sales pitch. I didn't even know you were going to yeah, one today. Oh, no, wow, like the Bitcoin
2: talks were.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there's some value, I guess, in it, but it, it was just.
2: What was this one about?
0: Eh, um so this is the one one of our clients actually sent it to us John and uh it it oh, that was, it was tonight? uh yeah yeah oh. it, it it had some valid Oops. vendors there one of them was about you know uh doing like hybrid clouds like that that's their whole service is you you spin up your servers on one cloud and they make it so that like you can run it on multiple clouds or if AWS goes down, it comes up on Microsoft's cloud and in like a matter of you know ten minutes or whatever they basically keep the different cloud solutions in sync, which is actually something you know one of our clients have uh, asked for it's It's always one of these things that they asked for until they start to see the price associated with it. It's like well, we can't afford that we, well, <laughs> like how much how much it would it cost to duplicate our entire environment? Over in Microsoft's cloud, well, I don't know, costs are about the same, so twice as much? Well, we can't do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you understand what the word duplicate means exactly? And at the end of the day, Duplicated. I know
1: AWS goes down, but how often is it down so long that it like completely destroys your business?
2: Wait, I know this answer. Twice a week.
0: <laughs> no. I mean there's always the argument of disaster recovery and you know what? if it's your entire business yeah you know, I don't know yeah disaster recovery I mean, is one a, thing it's a cost it's a cost risk ratio right yeah
1: that's why I, I we we've, we've been talking with a company I don't know if we want to give them a plug or not, but talking with a company to do not devops but doing the operation side of the business and they they keep pu- pushing terraform and Sounds like with that, you basically could spin, respin up everything into another service provider easily, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. somewhat easily, as long as you have a decent, recent backup of your of your database and can get it up and running relatively
0: quickly. And that's always the big thing is keeping your 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 databases in sync. You know, ideally, you have if you're. DR is another cloud provider. Then ideally, you have that cloud provider keeping that database in sync. You have, just you have
1: a replica over there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if uh, if that if that uh, potential vendor is listening, you're still very much on the table. We were we were impressed talking to you. It was nice to their business model really kind of aligned with ours, and it was good to see. But. Um, it's still expensive. You know, it's, John I. it's still expensive. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the reality of it is, it's very much like our business model, right? It's just as expensive as as if we were to hire for that position. But to get to the degree that they're at, you know, you'd have to hire several and several people, and you know, ha- they just they, they've already gone through the 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 painstaking part of standardizing on tool sets and processes and flows and so we're still we're still talking about it. If you're out there listening, we haven't we haven't kicked you to the curb yet. Uh, but one, one of my
1: yeah, it's one of my pet peeves just popped up on my screen. You're a developer. Me. <laughs> the the wrong the wrong version of your give me a hard time.
0: Oh, that's me. <laughs> that was mine, right? Yeah. I always do that. Yeah. You're. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you're. You're a developer from Canada. So yeah. That, that happens. This is why I shouldn't be in charge of our uh, social media, John. It, we need. to we need. We a, need a, a hire company. We need to hire
1: a social media person now. Uh, or we just me-
0: need to have you know a CEO that has half a heart who wants to be participating. I don't know. Uh, just I, putting that out there. Uh, I was gonna to reply to Ooh. him,
1: but you replied first. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ben. Uh, I respond to him. Anyway. What else has been going on? Anyway. Thomas, I, you've been awfully get quiet. Back
2: into coding. I tell you what, it's been a real slow week for PHP news.
0: It, um It doesn't have to be we're not a, changing every every week. We're not a new show anyway. But don't you have don't you have some fun stuff to talk about, Thomas? I, I've been I've been spying on your your conversations in our Slack yeah. channel. I know what you're working yeah. on.
2: So last week I committed to developing an SSE uh, driver for the Laravel broadcast system. Mm-hmm. And SSE. Uh, server side events. It's not server side. Server, sorry, server sent we events.
1: Server sent. Server sent. I know event. I know we talked about it last week. just for people that are just tuning in,
0: yeah, yeah you know how many of those we got. Server sent events. <laughs> I uh, I was not very familiar with SSE when you brought that up, Thomas. So... As it
2: turns out, neither was I. <laughs> um, I probably put seven hours into the first version of it that I was developing, just going through uh, understanding all the methods in the contract and understanding how it communicates and what it does and uh, coming to the conclusion that the part that I had been working on was not the part that I need to write because PHP can't communicate between separate threads or doesn't doesn't easily.
1: Right. Well, and the whole
2: functionality of this thing is one thread communicating to another long-running thread. Mm-hmm. So you have a job that executes and updates the long-running thread to tell the user that the job is executed.
1: Um, well, why don't you do that through a messaging queue anyway, not right between the threads?
2: Yeah. Right. You do it through Redis. Right. And there's already a broadcast driver for Redis. So what I need to write is not a broadcast driver. I need to write a server. I need to write a server that knows how to handle channels, knows how to read from Redis, and knows how to keep an open connection to a client. And it loops reading the Redis database
0: aren't you aren't you describing react php isn't that what react php does i i did a no. talk on this a couple of years back pretty sure it does <laughs> <laughs> so react php is it, just a a a long running non-blocking event driven um, IO. I mean, that's kind of mm. what it does.
2: I'm sorry. I'm thinking of React JS. Right. That's
0: very. That's why I have to say PHP now because of that. Yeah, I, I used to get those two confused all the time as well. When when React when React JS came out, I'm like, oh yeah, I know React. Wait a minute. This isn't what I learned. <laughs> yeah. No, React PHP is is a is it's it's an old. Old project. I mean, it's not new by any means. I when I did my talk on it, I, I was like I couldn't even tell you how long ago that was. We were five years ago. If I had to put a number on it, but but I mean, isn't that what you're explaining? though? you're just you're just explaining you're just creating a, a non-blocking server in PHP.
2: Well, there is already a. PHP SSE library out there that, that mm-hmm. does the, the constant sending and waiting for a message to send and then sending it as soon as it finds it. My issue is the communication from the job system into the long-running process. And I got to the point where I just hadn't thought it through well enough and realized that there has to be an intermediary data store somewhere. Mm. No matter what I do, there has to be either a data store or an open port listening for messages, thus turning the server into the data store. So at some point along the line, I have to have a data store no matter what I do. Um, And Mm -hmm. I know how to do it in Redis. And I've got Mm -hmm. a good portion of it completed. But then comes the other rub. Which is,
0: What's
2: every time I tried to load it into an existing application, I got a class not found error.
0: Oh yeah, so this is what I saw you posted Slack, yeah.
2: And I, I can tell you, I spent four hours on that. <laughs> I spent four hours reading composer documentation, testing different namespaces, testing PSR or class map testing just every iteration I could to get it. And the, f- the super frustrating part is that PHPStorm had no problem resolving the classes. It had no problem auto-completing the methods and populating the whole thing correctly. But when I went to run the application, it just didn't work.
0: Was it version? Was it a version issue, or
2: I don't know. It's still I'm still in that state. Oh, it's it's still still. Not I working. got four hours into it, and I'm still in that state, and I am so, very can, frustrated.
0: Can you explain to me, then? I I, I can appreciate this frustration. I, I don't have a good answer for you, unfortunately. But can I'm, I'm still struggling with understanding what the difference is between the SSE that you're working on. And just like normal messaging queues, like or something like Pusher, where a you know, service like Pusher, where you just queue up messages. And... Yeah,
2: it's. I mean, what's... it's the same as Pusher, except that Pusher is a two-way system; channels are are bidirectional. The issue is that we have to pay for Pusher, and if I can write this as a PHP application and host it on our own site, uh, we don't have to pay the additional overhead for it. Well, didn't Frank wrote a replacement for Pusher, I believe? Uh, So there's ably.io, which uh, Ryan's CCO recommended, and that has an SSE-style driver, broadcast driver. But my whole idea is to get away from using third-party on this and just have a library that can read out of Redis given a channel name, authenticate with Laravel, and send the message.
0: So I remember remember this going on, and I hate to to think that you wasted time or anything on it, but Freck and... and, uh, What's his buddy's name? Mario from Beyond Code. They have this uh, Laravel WebSockets out there. Have you looked at that? I
2: have
0: It is. It actually uses the pusher... Drivers because they, they wrote it to mimic Pusher, but it's a self-hosted, basically a self-hosted Pusher. It's essentially what you're looking for.
2: It's a self-hosted Pusher. Does the class resolve correctly? Because that's the thing that's driving me insane. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is all this just uses all the Pusher as far as
0: we're talking about a Laravel application. Right? Yeah, yeah. So as far as the Laravel application, the the drivers are all Pusher drivers. Uh, there's
2: no difference there. It's just You're just running it locally as
0: opposed to using the service.
2: Yeah, and it runs as a... So this is one of the things I'm trying to avoid, is that this runs as an artisan command that's just a long-running console command. And one of okay. my goals was to just have this be a hittable route, an endpoint that you could just hit straight off the web server. Hmm. Um.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't used this package, so I, I'm, I'm not super familiar with all the details around it. so
1: I still feel like you're going to yeah. end up with with constraints based if you're just using a web server for this. You're not going to be able to handle much concurrent traffic.
2: We're not dealing with a right. lot of concurrent traffic for this feature. We're dealing with mm-hmm. like one or two people. Oh.
1: No, then okay. just use Firebase and don't they have a free tier?
2: Yeah, really. The point of my story. Very frustrated with this whole thing.
1: I, I I really want to just pause broadcasting right now and pair program with you because I want to solve this. No, it's I didn't it's know it was still going numbing. on.
2: It's totally mind numbing. Um I don't, I don't think we need to pause broadcasting
0: you we can, we can pair it no, live. No, no. Do it live! No, no, no. Why not?
2: Well, Because because <laughs> you, your particular content? No, just because I don't want to look at it right now. It's already been a long day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so um, in an hour
1: when we, when we hang up, you don't want to look at it?
2: No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> just send me the code base. I want to check it out.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, what it's it it's on GitHub. I'll, I'll send it to anyone who dares to look at it. Um, is, it open, is it open on GitHub? Yeah, so the latest version is uh, twriteout slash Laravel dash broadcast dash SSE. So if you care <laughs> to tell me why it's not resolving, I would love that. I would love that so much. Um, and there's a. I have money on the fact that John will figure it out by the end of the show. There's a way to do um, for local development on stuff like this. There's a way to do a vendor sim link instead of a vendor fetch from a, a repository. Um, mm. So I recommend doing that because that speeds things up quite a bit.
0: I, I just saw that trick. Oh, uh, okay. Beyond Code has has a developing package. Uh,
2: That's the one I was reading. Of.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just
2: started that one as well. I think if I yes. if I'd paid more attention, I'd realize that the Laravel WebSockets is also written by Le- Beyond Code.
1: <laughs> so I'm I'm confused. What does this do? What are you talking about?
2: Um, there's a just a class called SSE Server, and uh, if you try to call it, it doesn't call.
1: No. I, what were you talking about before with the simile? Uh,
2: so if you go into your composer. Um, Composer.json, you can add a line. Oh, I'm on the wrong branch here. I can't read it. Um, um, You can add a repositories that is type path and then the full path to whatever the project is. And when you do a composer require it will pull that path instead of the git repo and symlink it in your vendor directory so that it updates immediately. Um, And that's very useful for, like I'm doing, developing a a library specifically for a framework. Although it isn't working, so try whatever you want. (laughs) <laughs> um. Boy.
0: Yeah, we'll check out the web socket, the Laravel web sockets. That might, that might, it might not be everything you need,
2: but it might, uh, it might
0: be enough of what you need.
2: Yeah. If that makes sense. So I mean, I did, I did really, I probably put in 15 hours total in the thing. Um, mm. this week and. I've really enjoyed doing it. It's fun to be learning this stuff, but sometimes, man, you just hit that brick wall, and I don't know where to go from here. I can't even get it to run, and that's just frustrating. And because of the, I know mean, I feel there's stuff with Laravel like, like, caching of the, uh, but the IDE helper and the composer dump autoload and all that stuff, and I don't know what reads from what. You know, um, if you go into your project, you have to define a PSR4 namespace and that namespace has to fit a certain format that's not really clear because it's got double slashes in it and some stuff is implied and some stuff isn't. It's just very all over the place.
0: I was just informed that uh, when I switch when I switch oh, look at this. I have a Uh, I know you guys can't see it, but I have our messages kind of scrolling now on on the site. I don't know. Did you know that? Thanks. I have to fix that. That's not looking fantastic. But uh, So, Daryl just uh, messaged me when I switch screens, which you guys don't see me doing, but I'll switch over to, to the browser and the people who are watching the stream see it. Apparently, we're getting a bunch of echoing when, when that happens. So Excellent. I need to check that out. I'll need to check that out and figure out why that's happening.
2: But Yeah. And and Shutter on YouTube says the directory for that should just be SRC. I've, Which, yeah, I've Which I know that. you
1: tried before. Yeah.
2: I've tried that. I've tried making sure that the, the namespace has a full length root on it or not a full length root or, I mean, just back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, it should be just T Writeout too, not T Writeout Broadcaster. Well no, because T Writeout is the the root. Broadcaster is the namespace for that project. So it should be T Writeout right, Broadcaster.
1: Well then it would be source
2: broadcaster. Right, which it was, and that didn't work either.
1: So T writeout broadcaster or T writeout It's T Writeout Broadcaster. It's been ten versus... things.
2: Yeah. At this <laughs> point. Um and it was, it's a non-essential thing for my company, and I got moved on to essential stuff. So it just the last two days, it just hasn't been on, on the track at all. Yeah, I get that. Uh, you know, there's that. <laughs> so I can I can appreciate
0: your disappointment. I had to tell one of our new developers that. Uh, We have working. um, He was the one. He wasn't very familiar with Laravel, so uh, one of the first tasks I had him do was put together what I wanted to start using as our scaffolding for projects. um, So we didn't because you know we're finding like you know as everybody does. There's certain things you're doing at the beginning of every project that takes up time. So I had him put together some scaffolding for um so when we wanted to spin up products that we wanted to build there were certain things in place and he did a good job and uh I, you know i was you know i gone and reviewed it with him and stuff and i was talking to my buddy matt lance about it and Matt's like oh shit man just take mine <laughs> because yeah you know, i was telling him like everything i needed in it and uh I'm like, oh, you have you have a scaffold? He's like, yeah, it's open source. Just go to you know, go to my directory, and he pretty much had everything I needed. So, you know, I, I downloaded it and I checked it out. I'm like, damn, this is good work, man. <laughs> so uh, to make myself feel better, I had the I had the developer do a code review on it. He goes, wow, this is this is really nice. <laughs> I'm like, so you wouldn't feel bad if I told you to start using it, right? <laughs> He's like, I just feel bad because you paid me to do the other one. I'm like, well, shit, don't feel bad about that. That's that's on us, not you. So and it was good, it was good learning for him, anyways. I mean, he he really he really he 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 started to he has started to embrace Laravel quicker than I think anybody else I've ever seen. I mean, he's only been working in it for a
2: couple of weeks. And really took to those satanic verses.
0: <laughs> he's pretty He's pretty fluent in it I can have I can have conversations With him That are very Laravel Specific conversations And he has no issues No issues at all with it So I'm happy I'm a happy guy
2: I uh I had a similar uh, Interesting situation Where I was Uh I was doing some Tutoring of my mentee I uh, mm-hmm. And he's working mainly in JavaScript right now Um, and actually vanilla JavaScript, which I haven't touched in a decade. So Mm -hmm. he came in asking for help and I said, sure, I'll help you. I've been doing this for 20 years and I got to the program (laughs) and went, wow, I don't remember anything about JavaScript. So we ended up watching some tutorial videos together. And one of the videos I watched, the guy had autofill in PHP Storm after, I would say, every three characters he typed. He would, he would type three characters and then hit tab or something, and it would autofill two lines of code. Yeah, And then he'd go to the yeah. next, and within like four minutes, he had hundreds of lines of code it's like, I can't even think that fast. Even if I had all of those muscle memory down, I couldn't even begin to work that quickly.
0: I, I, I honestly, I don't even use the ones that I know of. Like, you know, like public function. There's, there's, there used to, I, I don't know if it was in uh, Storm or where it was, but it used to be like P-U-B-F, and that would be a public function, and it would it would just, you know, I don't. I don't even use those. I'm. i horrible at that. I need to... What. What do they call in Storm? Are they, are they. They're not templates. Are. Are they snippets? Are they yeah, called? code yeah, snippets. That sounds right. Yeah, I really should. I really should go in there and set a bunch of them up. I'm I'm terrible at that, but I always forget it. I always forget them. Like when I'm coding, I'm like, oh yeah, what did I set up as that snippet? And I end up spending more time looking for it than I do typing it out.
2: You know what I need more than anything else in PHP Storm is autocomplete or error detection for named routes because I I don't know how that would work. I write named routes exclusively mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good practice and I'll add 10 of them at a time like I'll create a whole new mm-hmm. crud system that's going to need at least 10 routes and I don't remember if I pluralized it I don't remember if it's in this domain or this domain or
0: yeah, I just don't. I don't know how. I don't know how Storm would handle that because that's very that's that's very niche, right? I mean that that's specific to. Well, I mean for the routing system that Laravel uses, it's specific to Laravel. Yeah, but that should yeah, be pretty easy. La- yeah, the
1: but there's a, well, there's also a Laravel plugin, so maybe one of the plugins does something similar.
0: I've or, looked in the past where, and haven't seen or it. build one. Where it would, I mean, it would have to look in all. It would have to look in all your routes. Full. I mean, it would just be a regex check, right? As you're typing in a, as you're typing in a named route, it would look in all your routes folder for all the named routes and populate it. Seems like that would be something that could be built.
2: Yeah, it seems like it should be. Yeah.
1: So you're committing on this episode or writing that, Thomas? You heard uh, it here, hundred <laughs> no. percent.
0: That's good. I, I applaud you. I don't know what it would take to write a uh, PHP storm plugin, Thomas, but leave it to you to to step volunteer up to have I it am done by next. Am week. Not doing that. How's that Roku channel coming along? By the way, it's been, stupid.
2: Uh... <laughs> do you know how Roku you know channels they're... work? I do now because I built one. Yeah, for Yeah, they're, ex- they're XML much. feeds. They are well. Awful. Actually, there's
0: there are services now. There are services now. You don't have to write anything. You literally go to a service and say. Here's my podcast feed. Here's all this other information, and it it, it creates it for you.
1: So there's a PHP ugly so, channel.
0: No, I didn't, I didn't publish it. Uh, there was a there was a hiccup. I ran into a hiccup. I, I got to go back through and see what the problem is. I I almost I almost got it published. Like the biggest thing is all the artwork because it, it's very specific about sizes and ratios. And resolution of all the artwork, so I was I was spending a lot of time, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do for all the artwork. Um, but I, I ran into some issue, and I, I don't even I can't even remember what the service is. It was one of those things where I thought I was going to have it done in like an hour, and then an hour ten minutes later, I'm like, well, forget this. <laughs> this is taking this is taking ten minutes longer than I thought it was going to take, so. But I I need to get back into them because it because it actually it actually looked pretty simple and it's like yeah it would be a cool thing to have out there you know I, I my whole life I live off Roku now I just every, every all my TVs have Roku's hooked up to them and that's I, I consume my television through services of Roku I mean yeah. it's not like that's the only place you live but roku's just the easiest device to have them all yeah
1: We're, we just made that switch too I went yesterday canceled my my cable. So, mm-hmm. so we're there. So you're you're sticking with uh, YouTube, the YouTube TV, yeah. I just mm, okay. be, and because it's mostly because of the the guide. I hated Hulu's interface to to the guide, and mm-hmm. with with YouTube TV, my wife and I can have our own profiles. You can go in and turn channels on and off that show up in the guide, and you can order them in the order you want. So. It was a, a no-brainer for me just for that.
0: I'm need to check that I, out again. I mean, the, the pro, profile thing is there for Hulu as well, so yeah. which is actually one of the bigger niceties I've had because even when we had the cable, uh, the cable box, you know, there were so many recordings that, you know, were my wife's recordings. And, you know, I, I'm sitting there and I need, you know, I'm like, can I delete this? I don't know if I can delete this. And next thing you know, we have, you know, five seasons of friends i'm like do we need all these shows or can some of them be deleted <laughs> yeah. now with the uh, separate profiles it definitely makes it nicer and that's the other thing I say but, about uh, youtube
1: tv is the unlimited quote-unquote unlimited dvr versus hulu limiting it unless you pay extra for you know 200 gigs versus 50 gigs
0: Yeah, the the issue with there, though, is Hulu's service in general is a DVR service, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what it is. So it's like I find my need to actually record certain shows, like CBS shows I have to record because CBS isn't on Hulu. But besides that, everything's on Hulu. I think it takes a little longer to come out. So, like, if I record something, obviously I can, like, watch it right away. But if I don't record it, it's... Typically, out like the next day or the following day on the Hulu service. Oh, that
1: makes sense. I didn't think about it that way.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I I just it just hasn't been a problem for me yet. But I I I understand what you're saying. I just the whole recording thing just hasn't been an issue for me. Hmm. But it's funny because YouTube TV, that's probably their biggest advertiser on Hulu TV. (laughs) Every time I'm watching a show on Hulu. YouTube T V is the commercial that runs.
2: Oh, I keep getting that on Facebook. And TripleByte. YouTube TV? Yeah, YouTube TV ads and Triple Byte ads.
0: Triple byte? What's a triple
2: byte? It's like the this mass uh, recruiting company. They just want every programmer to every coder of any kind to sign up through them and get jobs. Mm. And they advertise heavily on Facebook with really, really cringy ads, and they're they're a minefield of. The Does, comments doesn't section. Facebook
0: have like a doesn't Facebook have like a TV service now as well? Like, I mean, not like a paid one like Hulu, but I thought like the Dirty Job guys had a show on Facebook, now, um, payback or something, or Mike Rowe. Yeah, Mike Rowe. I like. I thought. He, I thought there were like some pe- some people that have shows on Hulu. Now. I mean, at the shows on Facebook now.
2: I have no idea. Is that that's not a thing? I, hate, I don't I know. I, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, John, you're on Facebook. Doesn't Facebook have like some sort of TV station now? I'm I'm on Facebook. I don't
1: do much on Facebook. I don't pay attention to it.
0: We're horrible. <laughs> we're horrible at our jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't, I don't even know where to look for it. To be honest with you, oh, they're right there. Watch. There's all. There's a button here to say watch. No, these are just videos. These aren't shows. I don't know. I uh, yeah, I don't even know where to find it. I I just thought I'd seen. I know I saw Mike Rowe has a show. Yeah, I thought a couple of other people did, but I don't know. I couldn't even tell you how to get to it or. Or if it's even really a thing. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> no. Hey
1: Thomas, are you going to PHP Tech?
2: Tech? I, I don't know. Come on. Memphis. All the cool
1: kids are going. And and by cool kids I'm talking about Eric and I. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm wor- I'm working on it. I need to I need to talk to my boss man about it and see what our uh Oh, I'm sure see what our be, budget one allows.
0: One of the Eric and I are going where, to be there. How far is uh, where's that? It's is is it Memphis, ne- Nashville,
2: no. yeah Nashville. Nashville,
0: how how far is Nashville from
2: you, Thomas? You can drive there, can't you? No.
0: What? Nashville's on the other side of the
1: country.
2: No, it's not. Yeah, it is. He's in Colorado. It's slightly closer than Washington. What? Slightly closer. Yeah. Do you not know where Colorado is? I, uh... Do you not know where Nashville is? I know where Colorado is. is.
0: I know where Nashville is. It's not that far. Let me see. It's all right. Yeah, you're right. It's a little further than I thought. I forgot about the whole Kansas City, Oklahoma area there. Yeah, yeah, that is in a whole other state, huh? Kansas, Missouri, and then you have to go down. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's the top of the chef's butt. Top of the chef's butt. I don't even know what that
2: means. Don't you know how to identify all the Midwest states by the chef holding a plate of food?
1: No. What are
0: you talking about? No, I do not know that oh. at all. Oh, I
1: see that now that you say it. I, I, don't, I, I don't see it. Iowa is the nose.
2: Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Anyways. What,
0: what's the food? What's the plate of food?
2: Uh, I no tennis, oh, Tennessee, I'm sorry, Tennessee is the Plate of food Is the food on the plate
0: Tennessee is the food Are you sure? Not oh no, I'm was sorry. sorry, Kentucky, Kentucky is the food good. on the plate Tennessee is <laughs> Oh, alright, I see it now I'm sorry, it's starting to, uh, it to come together He's wearing boots like Louisiana Yeah, little is, Louisiana uh, boots, boots. Oh, Alright, oh, and the okay I get it, Minnesota's the chef hat I get it, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. Man.
1: I think you just made it up, right, and, well, and now we're conjuring it like constellations. Like, oh yeah, I see it. <laughs> Thomas is like, I just made this up, and you guys are crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't know what you guys are on. Um, you know what other website I hate besides Facebook? Uh, Reddit? LinkedIn.
1: Is LinkedIn. Aren't they dead? Didn't that like, go under or something? What's
0: the, what, what's the hate about LinkedIn? Why are you even on LinkedIn? Well, why, how was... did we move on
1: from PHP Tech? We were still talking about that.
0: Yeah, ah, why aren't you going to Tech? I'm working it's on it. It's only a 16 hour drive. I'm working on it. That's it. I'm working on it. And so okay.
1: I was just pointing out Eric and I are flying in. We'll be there Monday through and leaving bright and early Saturday morning. Come hang out with us.
2: I'm working on it. Bright and early Saturday morning. Okay, well, I'm not like, working on like that. really, I'm not doing really that. early. Um, <laughs> I got the first ever uh, hit up from a recruiter that I actually was impressed by. Okay. Uh, I had a recruiter that said, I understand from looking at your experience that you're you've been at X company for a long time and you don't appear to be looking for other positions. However, I just wanted to let you know that we have a position in your area. It's also remote if you're interested and it is a principal engineer slash senior solutions architect.
0: There's a big title for you. And it
2: would be working directly under the CTO and founder and just asked for my feedback. Just asked me, "Hey, what what do you think? You know, I know you're not looking. What do you think?" It was, it was a well researched, complimentary message, which I am so not used to. I'm used to the blast mails,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and this one that, was like, not.
1: That's how phone burner got me back in uh, twenty twelve. It was... Oh, really? It was reaching out. Uh, I thought I was a recruiter. I ignored the first message. They sent a second message, and I'm like, oh, wait, you actually read and, like, know about yeah, me specifically. You know specifically. who I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I'll talk to you. So...
0: Did they ever, ever happen to mention how you ended up on their radar? Uh,
1: what? For me? It was... Mm-hmm. I was using a brand-new service... Uh, that careers 2.0 on stack overflow was that i i mm-hmm. think it was through them so i just happened to put my resume up there and they were searching through but they it was mm-hmm. the fact that they contacted me through two different avenues they got con- back then it was google plus they they started there mm-hmm. and when i didn't reply google plus. they, they replied then they contacted me through another Another service I can't remember which one now, but it was because they went through two different services in new me specifically. so Thomas, are you considering talking to them or not should we not talk about that
2: on the air? Yeah, no, I'm definitely talking to them i I don't think that that's something you don't talk about. I think uh, you know there's always these stigmas about how much money do you make? don't talk about it. Who, you know, what's your interest in your current position? Don't talk about it. What's like everything has to be done at a covert op. You know, I'm going to give this guy my yeah. resume as a dead drop somewhere in a park.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and that's, I am not immune to that. I am totally like, I've had somebody, I had my daughter ask me how much money I made for just, she just mm-hmm. wanted to understand how our income worked. And I was like, I'm not telling you, that's private. And then I'm like, wait a second, no, it's not. A, a it's actually a matter of public it, it, record. It, it, it's sort of
0: private. It's though. not.
1: What's pub- I mean, not public record? What are you talking about?
2: Where would where would it be public record at? Taxes. It's not public record. Well, <laughs> you guys don't we know, but guess. I'm actually a corporation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but. Thomas- don't even tell everybody how much you make because you know you thought that was what you did. I, I I can totally see
2: why you wouldn't tell
0: people how much you
2: make. I could see why I wouldn't tell random people or strangers, but you know, coworkers and and people within the industry who you're having an open dialogue with that should be an open conversation. It's the the fact that our positions, if you go to the, all the salary rankings on things, they're always ranked. You know, fifty percent higher than anyone is actually getting paid. Mm. It's part of this. Well, whole that that was all,
0: that, that was always a thing in in the enterprise, right? When when you when I worked at <clears in> the <throat> big enterprise for a big enterprise company, and somebody was leaving, you could, you weren't allowed to know where they were going. It was like this big mystery. You could they could they couldn't tell anybody till, till they left. It's like what fucking difference doesn't make they quit you know it's like they're already leaving nothing's changing here but it was like it was it was always this big thing nope can't tell you Yeah, you know, it's big secret it's like please it's so stupid I, I never I never understood that it's like if, if somebody quit or somebody not you know not disclosing where they were going like it changed something or, or I, I never understood that
2: yeah and and honestly, I mean, if, I, if somebody is talking to me about the title senior solutions architect or principal engineer, I don't mind my boss or my company knowing that that's something I'm being offered by other people, mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that doesn't, that doesn't, they're not going to demote me because I'm getting that from other people.
1: That's true. Right. <laughs> you bring up good points.
0: So, let me ask both of you guys this then. I mean, would you want a position where you're no longer a developer?
2: No, absolutely not. No.
0: No. John's in an awkward position because he, he could actually be in that position
2: if he wanted to. Does he want to? What about no, you?
1: no. I, That's I, the question. No, I enjoy development.
2: Yeah,
0: me too. I mean, that's the whole reason we started the company is we enjoy development. But, yeah, I think that's weird. I mean, again, going back to Enterprise, it, you were never meant to be a developer for, for a long time. You were expected to promote to some sort of manager position.
2: Right, but in the, in the and, PHP community, I don't look up to the great managers. I look up to the developers. Right? Yeah. I'm not. Could. I don't. I don't look at what Freak Vanderherten manages really, really well. I look at his code and go, "Damn, he's good."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I true. I don't know why I happen to be on my calendar out in May. Just looking, I was looking at our trip, and I have an event on my calendar that makes no sense.
2: Is it the spam? Event says,
1: well, the event title says From PHP Ugly number 153. Oh, that's coming up. Never mind. Hmm? I forgot I put this on Where my you know? I put this on my calendar from one of our episodes a
2: long time ago. Oh I no. think well, I think <laughs> obviously
0: episode 153 what the hell is that? episode 153? Well, I should I'm gonna have... have to listen
2: to it.
1: I, my assumption, I didn't put any notes in here, I think you predicted that Google was going to buy JetBrains. Ah, and I put, it, yes. and I, put it, I put it on my calendar to check on it in May. <laughs> I'm like, why is this on my calendar at 7am on May
2: 21st? I'm glad that there's still a little spite in you despite dropping me. <laughs> You haven't, you haven't completely lost that edge. That that would have been a year.
0: Yeah, man, you are. Yeah, that was, that's impressive. That is impressive. Suck on that, Tom.
2: So I got, I
0: got four months. I gotta start. Uh, I gotta, gotta, make, I gotta, get the rumors out yeah, there. Yeah, build
2: the buzz. Google's buying
0: JetBrain. <clears throat> hey, Google, don't you, uh, don't you need JetBrain?
1: Speaking of JetBrains, I heard some interesting information that I didn't know already. Did you know they they employ uh, Nikita to work on PHP full t- time, and I think they just hired Derek Reathens to work on X Debug.
2: Oh, no, I hadn't uh, heard that. I knew that that I, I knew that Nikita Popov was working for them, but I I hadn't heard the, about. I, I should play. have
1: researched that before bringing that up. Somebody. Somebody said it in Slack today.
2: That would have been
0: a nice. Uh, that would have been a nice link to have uh, for the show notes for sure. Why? No. <laughs> now you're just. Now you're just. Crazy. It doesn't matter. They're, they're both going to become Google employees by <laughs> in a couple months. <laughs> That's like. I wonder. Um, uh, what? What has become of Adam? Is Adam still out there? Adam is still out there. Hmm. So I I didn't think Adam would still be around. It's interesting because you figure Adam in in VS Code are are basically overlap technologies for GitHub now. I mean, why have them both? And why why don't they purchase uh, JetBrains? <laughs> <laughs> I need to push that narrative. I really need to push that narrative a lot. But yeah, Adam is still out there. I don't. I I assume they're still developing it, but I really don't know why. Uh, with VS Code being so prominent and both coming out of the same company now. Hmm, interesting. Well,
2: I I was impressed to find that my mentee was using uh, VS Code.
0: I mean everybody's using VS Code now.
2: Everybody,
0: I uh, I actually tried to switch back. And I and I told John this. I, I I switched back there for a little while, and the the Vim plugin. You know I I probably need to wipe my VS Code plugins and start over because I'm horrible with plugins. I've always sounds been. about like I, Microsoft. I, yeah, I I always I throw so many plugins against the thing, but. When I was trying to use VS Code, my Vim plugin was just slow, like just so doggone slow. So I, um, I actually stopped and went back to, back to Storm. But I am my my VS Code is probably due a overhaul. Like I, I should just wipe everything out and start over again, or just go sure there,
1: or just stick with JetBrains because they're they're supporting the community. Just saying. But and,
0: they are supporting the community, and, and that I was their big went, thing this week.
1: Yeah, I went and read. They're not; they didn't hire Derek. They're supporting him, so I'm assuming they are uh, patrons on Patreon. Oh,
0: so well, How oh, then? We, we're supporting him as well.
1: We are. We're, well, we're patrons. We are patrons. We yeah. Patreons. When I when I thought he was hired, I was like, oh, does that mean we could stop uh, our our pa- Patreon, Patreon account <laughs> now and? <laughs>
0: Speaking but of no, Patreons we, we would like to thank our Patreons Although I can't Patrons. log in
2: You can't log in? Their e-
1: They're I, not at home I, I believe their email system is broken They can't send mail out From Patreon.com mm-hmm. We So really? he's trying to log in He's trying to log in but because He hasn't logged in on that computer Or from that IP address it's trying to send him an email He can't get it I can log in. I've been trying to change the email address on our account and they say, Hey, we're emailing you at your the new address to confirm and we never get the email.
0: Oh, you didn't tell me that little piece. Yeah I did. Well, that's you just didn't pay
1: attention to me. You never listened to me. That's true. No, you,
0: you said you said you said, quote, it's not allowing me to change the email address. I just thought when you said that it meant that you didn't have the option to change it.
1: You never listen to me or read what I write. That's all I'm saying.
0: I, I, I feel like you scroll through Slack right now to <laughs> find the message.
2: <laughs> but, uh, well, their site right so now that looks that's... completely broken. Uh, Patreon? Yeah, I'm having trouble even looking at it.
0: Yeah. But we do appreciate our uh, people contributing to us. They're still contributing. To Absolutely, us. it's
2: nice. Uh, it's, I, I have I've used a small portion of the uh, the Patreon money to get some computer components for my workstation, my new home theater workstation, and I will be updating people on that one because it is sick as hell. How
0: does that benefit our listeners?
2: They get to see my cool stuff. God damn
0: it, John! What did you... <laughs> John's gonna. Be... I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. I saw. I saw you said that. I just assumed you were. You were making that. As... So, so John sent me the message. He said, "I just believe the Patreon's outbound mail is broken." Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I I, I, found that. I didn't realize you weren't getting mail as well. Yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't. Gotcha
1: because I said I changed it but I never got the the message anyway mm. So, if, so yes. So we know we know we have listeners that work at patreon.com. If you guys could fix your system, that'd be awesome. <laughs> let us just just we, let us know when it's done and we'll make the announcement on on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So what did you get? What,
2: what did you get, Thomas? I, 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 I don't understand. Well, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of, let's say, power-hungry games coming out soon. Uh, you've got Doom Eternal. You've got Cyberpunk. Uh, stuff like that. And uh, my existing gaming station is quite old. The uh, video card that I upgraded basically said to me, Hey, uh, I'm dying here. Your CPU won't even talk to me in time. So uh coincided the a little bit of the Patreon money and my birthday which was yesterday. Yes. Happy birthday. Uh and are you just questioning your own birthday? I was born around it, this time at some point. You know, yesterday was such a non-event besides just having a nice dinner with my kids.
1: So here's the deal. Wait, wait, let me tell the story first and then you can. I saw saw on Facebook that it was your birthday. And I saw people saying happy birthday in Slack. And I wrote to Eric, I'm like, I don't want to say happy birthday because I know Thomas is so anti-Facebook. He put the wrong birthday in Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) He's got all these people saying happy birthday and it's not his birthday.
2: No, no, no. I wouldn't do that to my friends. That's a mm-hmm. that's a cruel joke to play. Although my daughter did it, and so I wished her happy birthday the wrong day all day on purpose. My
1: my father-in-law.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, is that, that's your daughter. That's a that's a problem, man. My, my
2: my
1: father-in-law did it. He he changed his, and it's so funny. Every year comes around, and people start saying happy birthday, and it's, he's just paranoid and won't put his real birthday out there.
0: <laughs> so Thomas, here's the deal. Here's the deal now. Since you used Patreon money for this gaming system, now you have to invite all the Patreons.
2: You have to do a blog post and invite them to game with you. That's an already a standing invitation. I will do it again in it in again, the blog man. in the blog post when I break down the uh, full details of the system that I'm building, which should be now. Keep in mind, Monday or Tuesday, they didn't
0: buy your system; they bought a component. No, but.
2: Right, I, but, I don't. I don't
0: want the patreons to think
2: that we, they bought you a whole gaming no, system. No, they bought you a processor. No, <laughs> uh, but I, it's it's going to be a very nice little home theater system. I'm very proud of how it's coming together. Uh, one of the most fun things to do when building a PC is just the research and just the browsing. You know, you're. I, I have the place I want the PC to sit in my home theater. So I have very strict dimension limits. And mm-hmm. just going through cases, going through every case and looking at the dimensions, looking at the components, is everything going to fit? Because the video card that I have is 11 and a half inches long. It's unbelievably large. Oh, how, how do you have a case that fits them? Not all cases can fit that. In fact, the case that I'm currently using I had to remove a drive bay to get it to fit. So but it's it is well, it is really fun uh shopping and just just brainstorming stuff. Is. So John John finally gave
0: me an excuse to buy a pie, a pie four. Oh really? Which I did. Yeah. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, okay. This is this is a good enough excuse to do this. But he, he'd he come across... I mean, John, do you want to explain it? Or?
1: No, because I've already forgotten. I remember seeing the video. and <laughs> I didn't know what it was for. <laughs> was it a video? I don't
0: think it was yeah, a video. I Maybe think it was a video. It was a video. Oh, yeah. So, so so John had come across a video, basically, where this person had taken oh, the Pi 4. the
1: iPad Pro. That's right.
0: And the iPad Pro. And basically turned it into a development environment where he would SSH to the... To the uh pi4 and my, my whole thing to john is like well i kind of do that now except i ssh to a server and i even had i was for a little while i was even taking advantage of remote desktops on aws so i would actually i could actually spin up a windows or linux desktop on my ipad um but to the point of the article and what john was saying is well, you know, this removes the whole need for network connectivity. So you can actually load stuff up onto the uh, Pi. And I could put all my repos in a Pi and, you know, start working. And I can actually have, I mean, again, you can do this in a remote server. There's nothing you can't do in a Pi that you can't do in a remote server. Let's be clear about that. But having it all local, you know, was was kind of the, the game changer. I'm like, okay, I can, I can see the benefits to that. So... So I've I'm, I've started that. I ordered a pie. Of course, you can't order a pie four from any of the U.S. stores. You had to order it from yeah, it's from limited a stock. Store. Very limited. I didn't even realize pie fours were a thing when when John had mentioned I'm Like, I don't think pie four is out yet because I, I I'm always on that out uh, of uh, fruit is uh, yeah. What's that yeah. thing called? Out yep. effort, yep. right? I'm always on there. I love their stuff, and I'm getting more. and, and They're they're kind of pushing me more to try the Aldrin, Aldrin, Aldrino? Ardu- Arduino Arduino the, Arduino. Oh yeah, the the one that's like specific for 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 processes and not not like a full fledged. Yeah, it's computer. just a
2: microcontroller. It doesn't have support right. for any kind of OS or anything. So uh, you know, like I, like I've been looking at a lot of their blog posts and
0: stuff, and you know, little things I want to try. But, yeah, they, I hadn't seen the Pi 4 on their site in forever. So when he when he mentioned it and I saw the video, I'm like, God, it's got to be out there somewhere.
2: And well, of
0: course, there was some...
2: The thing about the Pi 4, so the, the Pi 3 uh, used a shared chip for its uh, USB and uh, Ethernet. Mm-hmm. Um, so traffic on your Ethernet took away from your USB performance.
0: That's what they were
2: saying. Uh, and it was only, I think, 100 megabit. It wasn't gigabit Ethernet. Well,
0: I think, I think it was gigabit, but it never ran at a gigabit. It only ran at like I think it, Actually, no, I
2: think, it, I think worse than that, I think it was 100 megabit and never ran at 100 megabit. I think like it capped at right like out, 80. Um, yeah. The Pi 4 resolves all that issues, supports 4K decoding of video, and it has two separate chips for the USB 3.0 and for the gigabit Ethernet. Um, one thing though, is that it does want to be actively cooled. So when you're looking at the parts you're buying online, if you don't get it with a case that has a fan, then you're going to have to have some kind of fan solution for it. And the,
0: my, my, my big question is, uh, so, so the setup was a USB cable. So the Pi 4 has USB C. They had a USB-C cable that right. went right into the iPad. The iPad was actually powering Ooh. the Pi 4. I'm like, man, I wonder how like that battery life can't be that good. So let's yeah, we'll see how well that that's, works out. I had,
2: <laughs> when I got my Pi 4, I had trouble powering it from uh, a normal USB hub. It it really wanted to have the wall wart. Mm. Yeah. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it, when it comes in.
0: All right, and, and I, I didn't have Patreons buy that for me. Just FYI, like <laughs> like some people.
2: Uh, who's your guys' picking right. for the Super Bowl?
0: Uh the the The, the, the home team. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with the Forty ers I'll I'll stick with the I'll I'll stick
2: with California team. Why not? So Forty ers how about you? I am rooting for the not Patriots.
0: They're not in the Exactly. Football. You've already exactly. won. You already I won. I am the big winner in this
2: one. <laughs> okay, so you can't ask the question if you don't have an opinion then. Stop <laughs> it. That's, that's what this show is based on <laughs> opinions about things I'm not well educated enough about. For example, server sent events, which I I said the wrong <laughs> name when we started the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so reside, uh, so whatever all right well i think that's it i, I think this gets about to wrap it up <laughs> i enjoyed i enjoyed this show no reason to, to, to push it much further <laughs> this i uh, think thanks again for everybody who contributes to our patreon we do appreciate it seriously we do appreciate it um And we will use it for some show intros at some point. I've been saying that. that, I think that's what started this whole thing. I I said I was going to get some show intros professionally done and have yet to do that. But I promise I will do that. Uh, But this has been show episode 176 of
2: PHP Ugly. We do appreciate everybody listening. I'm your host, Eric James Johnson. Thank you. I'm John Conga. And I'm Tom Rideout. Hey, hey. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. Thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly and thanks to our sponsors, the Diego Dev Group. If you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group. You can find the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. That's www.diegodev.com. Show notes and RSS feeds can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP ugly on Twitter at phpugly or join us in our Discord channel. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast listener. A rating of five stars is always appreciated. Until next time, keep it ugly.